0: welcome to the round the league podcast hello everyone and welcome to the round the league podcast i'm your host brian and this is your podcast for everything sports you can find this podcast on apple podcasts at the round the league podcast and on youtube at bman film so let's go ahead and get into it starting off with college football we had a very eventful week of college football, but maybe not in the way that most people wanted it to. So first, I'm going to go over the scores, then I'm going to talk about a little bit of news. Starting off, Virginia Tech almost beats Miami. Then Michigan State, after beating Michigan a couple weeks ago, loses to number nine-ranked Indiana, who continues to play well, um, at 24 to nothing. Number two-ranked Notre Dame, who beat Clemson last week, they played Boston College, who also almost beat Clemson, uh, but Notre Dame gets that one done 45-31. to Number six-wing Florida, who will most likely play Alabama in the SEC Championship, beats Arkansas 35-63. to This Florida team has been looking very good, led by quarterback Kyle Trask, tight end-slash-wide receiver, um, definite first-round pick. Um, Kyle Pitts ha- is injured. Has been injured, um, and I believe he's out for like two weeks. Then at number ten, Wisconsin beats Michigan, 49 to 11. This is not the season that Michigan was looking for. Um, of course, they've they lost huge to Wisconsin. They lost to Michigan State. Um, so this is this is another off season for Michigan. Of course, after making the Citrus Bowl and getting beat by Alabama last year, um, but that is not how they wanted it to turn out this week how they wanted it to turn out this week, and really the whole season. Looking into next week, as the season starts to wane, there are not as many good matchups. Um, of course, I think next week, uh, Wisconsin and Notre Dame, both ranked in the top 20, could be a good matchup. Of course, Georgia will be back, uh, number 13 Georgia playing Mississippi State. Um, Alabama will be back uh, playing Kentucky, and Tennessee will be playing Auburn. And really, the biggest news from this week is not the um, games that were played, but the games that were not played. All right, guys, sorry to burst in here on a freeze frame, but breaking news, South Carolina head coach Will Muschamp has just been fired. I know this has been in the works for a little bit, uh, but that is just some breaking news, so back back to your regularly scheduled program. Of course, many games were canceled in the SEC, especially um, for COVID concern. So I'm just going to go over a couple of those and the impact that they could have had. Um, Auburn and Mississippi State. Um, They actually rescheduled that one for the week before the SEC championship um, on December 12th. Um, That shouldn't have a huge impact. Texas A&M at Tennessee. Texas A&M, they are a team that could be looking to make the playoffs. There are a lot of teams that could um, maybe make that fourth spot. And that game was also rescheduled for the 12th. I don't think this will have too much because Tennessee is not as good of an opponent, but Texas A&M is trying to make a surge for the playoffs. Alabama and LSU. um, It got. It seems to have been canceled. Um, It was supposed to be played this weekend. It was supposed to be a huge game, of course. After Alabama lost to LSU last year in in Tuscaloosa, but of course LSU lost a lot of assets from their team to the draft, um, and. I don't think that this will have a lot of impact, um, because LSU is not as good of a team as they were last year, and they don't have as much title, um, contentions and that kind of stuff. I will say this has sparked a little bit of controversy, maybe you could say, um, where, Alibi- where LSU has had two games canceled. They got canceled against, um, Florida earlier because of Florida had a COVID breakout, outbreak, outbreak, and, um, a lot of people are saying that the Florida game should be re should be canceled because the Alabama LSU game doesn't have a time that it could be played. Um, But the Florida and um, LSU game has already been scheduled for December 12th, the week before the week before the SEC championship. Um, But I definitely agree that um, that game should be canceled because it's not fair for Alabama to be going into the SEC championship on a bye week and for Florida not to. And I will say I have been referring to Florida and Alabama as the SEC championship teams. Uh, They lead their conferences, they've won all their big games, but nothing is set in stone yet. Both of these teams could still lose um, a lot of they could still lose. They could still not be in the um, SEC championship. But I, and I think that is a very good bet. Another cancellation: Missouri and Georgia, Ohio State and Maryland. Ohio State has not played a lot, um, and has not played a lot. And that game got completely wiped, canceled from the schedule. Um, but Ohio State, of course, they started late. And um, now, now they're back, and they got canceled against Maryland. This was uh, could have been an exciting game because Talia, of course, Talia Tungovaloa Tua's brother, who is Tua's in the NFL now, to actually a pretty good season. Now I'm going to um, quickly go through and do some picks because we have a full schedule ahead of us in the NFL. Colts versus Titans. Colts are able to grab this win, 34 to 17. Big win for the Colts. Um, now I'm going to do my picks. Te- Texans and Browns, going to go with the Browns. Washington and the Lions, I'm going to go with Washington. Buccaneers and Panthers, going to go with the Bucs. Um, Eagles and Giants, going to go with the Giants on this one. Big rivalry game there. Um, Jaguars and Packers, going to go with the Packers. Bills and Cardinals, I'm going to go with the Cardinals, but in a very competitive game. Chargers and Dolphins, I'm going to go for the Dolphins here. Duel of top 10 quarterbacks, Justin Herbert going 6th, Tua going 5th. Uh, Broncos and Raiders going to go with the Raiders. Seahawks and Rams going to go with the Seahawks. I did see the line or the bets on that one was like 90% or something, which is pretty crazy. Bengals and Steelers, I'm going to go with the Steelers. Um, Still undefeated, a big game there. Uh, The 49ers and the Saints going to go with the Saints. Ravens and Patriots, I'm going to go with the Ravens. Uh, The Vikings and the Bears, I'm going to go with the Bears. And that wraps it up. The Vikings and the Bears is tomorrow's game, uh, but that wraps it up for the uh, NFL. Let's go to the MLB. This week, the MLB um, individual awards were announced. Um, so I'm gonna go over some of those right now. In the American League, um, in the American League, the AL. In the American League, the MVP was Jose Abreu. He had an absolutely amazing season this year. I'll tell you what, he tore my Cubs up. Um, I believe he hit like six home runs in like two or three games. Uh, Definitely very deserving of that award. Uh, Same thing with Freddie Freeman. After having COVID earlier in the season, had an amazing season. Um, And the Braves also had an amazing season. And he is going to get that award. In the AL, the first unanimous choice since 2011 was Shane Bieber. He's been amazing this season. Also, he's been amazing this season. Also, same thing with Trevor Bauer, who won it in the National League. Now, for the Manager of the Year, uh, Kevin Cash of the AL um, for the for the Rays, and so they have the lowest payroll, which means the lowest amount of money to pay anyone, and he was able to take them. Um, all the way in to the World Series, and even beat the Yankees, who have the highest payroll, Um, and he's been able to put together a great team, um, and he's a great manager, um, and definitely a great decision there. And what could have been a unanimous decision, Don Mattingly wins in the National League. He was most deserving, of course, after having... um, a bunch of COVID cases. And he was able to turn around that Marlins team um, and bring them into the playoffs, get past the Cubs, um, but then they uh, got swept by the Braves. Uh, but a great, great job from Don Mattingly, and he was also the first player to win an MVP and a Manager of the Year award. And to wrap it up, I'm going to quickly go over the Silver Slugger and the Gold Gloves in um, the Silver Slug- Sluggers for the Ameri- for the American League. Um, then this award is the best hitter um, at each position in the American and then the National League. So in the American League, Salvador Perez, Jose Abreu, DJ LeMahieu, Jose Ramirez, Tim Anderson, um, Oscar Hernandez, Elroy Jimenez, Mike Trout, and Nelson Cruz. For the, for the National League, Tracy Arton, uh, Freddie Freeman, Donovan Sloan, Manny Machado, Fernando Tatis, Ronald Acuna, Um, Mookie Betts, Juan Soto, and Marcel Ozuna in the American League for the Gold Glove Awards, which is the award for the best um, defensive player. Uh, Roberto Perez, um, Evan White, Cesar Hernandez, Ian (laughs) Kinnerfiala? Sorry if I messed that name up. Uh, J.P. Crawford, Alex Gordon, Luis Roberts, Joey Gallo, um, and... Griffin Canning, and for the first time ever, they did a, a team, uh, which is the best defensive team overall, and that one went to the Indians, um, and then in the National League, Tucker Barnhart, Anthony Rizzo, Colton Wong, uh, Nolan Arenado, who I believe has won it for like seven straight years or something crazy like that, um, shortstop Javier Baez, T- Tyler O'Neill, Trent Grisham, uh, Mookie Betts, and Max Freed. Um, the team that won that one was the Cubs, led by new manager David Ross. Alrighty, for some hockey news, um, the NHL is going to be unveiling some new um, uniforms. These are going to be the reverse retro uniforms, which um, I haven't. I'm not a hundred percent sure on what these are supposed to be, almost, but um, from my understanding, I think it's taking older uniforms and smashing them together with the newer uniforms, um, so, like, the one behind me, it is the um, Hurricanes one. It is the Carolina Hurricanes one. Of course, they used to be the Hartford Whalers, so it kind of, it's taking in some Whalers elements, um, and I think, I'm not sure because they haven't revealed the full uniform yet, but I think it might have uh, the crust over the middle. The crest over the middle, I believe, will be, like, the Hurricanes logo, but has, like, a whale on the sleeve, Um, and then for the Colorado Avalanche, who used to be the Quebec Nordiques, who used to be the Quebec Nordiques, um, they have some Florida Lees on their uniform, of course the little things that, like, the Saints logo, that's a Florida Lee, um, and they have some of those like they did in the, um, in Quebec. Then, and then the Minnesota Wild have very similar uniforms to their former team, uh, the Minnesota North Stars, A very big fan of their uniforms, uh. But it looks like they're gonna be smashing together the old and the new uh, hence the name the reverse retro um, but it's gonna be interesting to see what um, some of the teams like um, the Blackhawks and the maple leaves like really the original six um, to see how they will incorporate their older uniforms, especially the newer teams like I wonder how the Vegas Golden Knights will do theirs because they've really only had one um, they've really only had one uniform and they're an expansion team, not um, a team that has moved from a different city. Um, So that's just a little bit of news on that kind of stuff. Uh, Look for those to drop very, very soon. I'm really, really excited and really, really happy with how these uniforms turned out. Already in the Masters to wrap up the show, um, for the first time ever in November, normally in April, um, we have had the Masters at Augusta National in Augusta, Georgia. Um, The winner today, Dustin Johnson, tying the record for the lowest total with uh, 20 under. Uh, Behind him, Cam Smith, Sanjay M, uh, Justin Thomas, Dylan Fratelli, and Rory McIlroy rounding out the top five plus ties, going down to 11 under par. Um, This is really um, something crazy, like um, in a lot of seasons. In a lot of seasons, um, Cam Smith and Sun uh, J.M. would win with that 15-under, but Dustin Johnson had an amazing week with that 20-under score. And the low amateur for the year, of course, an amateur is someone who has not turned pro yet, and that low amateur was Andy Ogletree, um, and he said on the coverage that he will be turning pro uh, very soon. Uh, So look out for him to be one of the new... to be one of the next uh, maybe major champions or uh, faces of the PGA. But that about wraps it up for this week's edition of the Round the League podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed, and I will see you next week. Bye, guys. Thanks for tuning in to the Round the League podcast. You can tune in next Sunday for another episode.